try to get it to the end zone. The Hail Mary from Cousins. It's caught! It's Kyle Rudolph for the Viking touchdown! This is Dave, and we join you after a victory over the Detroit Lions and the Vikings <laughs> practically the entire first half off before they decided to show up and play some football. <laughs> I have with me <laughs> my buddies. Mr. Ted Glover and Mr. Drew Bunting. How you doing, Drew? Jesus. How many? What's your beer count today? 40? Seven. Holy shit. Have seven. a holly jolly brewski and wear your fucking Santa's hat. Absolutely. Oh my good. Hey, Ted DiBiase and Jim the Adful Stefano. <laughs> dude, up, dude, you look like you're trying out uh, for a part in the movie. <laughs> Bad Santa too. <laughs> well, that may very well may be too. But, but I want to wish all our listeners, all our watchers, and That's all right. the people that follow Good Morning Gallahorn and Climbing the Pocket Network the very merriest of Christmases and <laughs> happy holidays. And I hope that everything is going well. You're happy with family being there. You have that great wild uncle. Everything is amusing, and you don't have <laughs> spoiling your holiday. You're, Merry you're the, Christmas, Dave, Dave. You're the wild uncle, aren't you? Yeah, he's. Oh, a, I try to be. <laughs> what's that guy that's emptying the RV on vacation? What's his Eddie? name? Cousin Eddie, cousin Eddie. Yeah, he's cousin <laughs> Eddie all the way. Yeah, Merry Christmas to all. And to the Lions, good night. Yeah. yeah. Merry, Merry Christmas, everybody. Hope you have a good good and happy and a healthy uh, holiday season. Hey, Ted, it only yeah. took us to the four-minute mark of the second quarter to get a first down. <laughs> you know, they went, what, 0-3 on their first four offensive possessions? Uh, it was horrible. You can't even look anything worse. It can't get any worse than that, dude. It's like. It couldn't. If you tried to script it to be worse, you couldn't. I mean, they won 27 or well, actually, what, 30 to 9? Did they hit another field goal at the end? No, it was I sort of, 27 I, to 9. I sort of switched over to the Texans-Eagles game because this Vikings game was kind of in hand. Um, you know, even with the win, this is stupid. This is so stupid to say because it was a big and important win. Sure. Um, and it got it got Mike Zimmer to 500 against the Lions since he became coach, believe it or not. <laughs> yeah! Woo! Um, but it, it doesn't feel... For like like two minutes, it felt like a win until the Eagles came back and beat Houston. I mean, I, I I'm sorry. The fatalist in me says they got to play the Vikings. Have to play the Bears at home, uh, and the Eagles get to play the Washington Redskins. Right. It doesn't see it's a favorable matchup next week. I'm not. I'm not feeling it right now. Maybe I will by Wednesday, but right now I'm not feeling it. 
You know what? And you're not being a buzzkill. That's exactly how I feel. And that's exactly what me and uh, Dave were talking about before you chimed in, before we hooked up with the show here. Well, maybe the Bears don't have to play for nothing, and they're throwing in their third and fourth stringers. Oh, which means it'll still be tied in the third quarter. <laughs> <laughs> it'll it'll come down to it'll be it'll be the Bears playing their their preseason and practice squad guys, God. and Bailey Bailey have to kick a forty five yard field goal to send it into overtime. Does that not prove that we are the most bipolar team you've ever seen? That yeah. that game right there. Look at Absolutely. that game right there. It's- I will say once. Once they hit Rudolph with that Hail Mary, the, the complexion of that game <laughs> completely changed. It did. I mean, it shouldn't, it shouldn't have come down to needing a Hail Mary to get the offense going. It shouldn't have. I, so, I mean, that's speaking that's, of which, when was the last time we had a Hail Mary like that? Hassan Jones against the Saints, 87 playoffs. Yeah. And who provided us that information? But Drew. Tony, the machine. Bell is his last name. Go ahead and say it. <laughs> Bell. Tony Encyclopedia. Yeah. Thank you, Tony. Yeah, well, I mean, we got it. We got him on that clever call. We put him right where we wanted him to. We suckered him right into that <laughs> Hail Mary. And up until that point, it was another terrible two-minute drive. Hey, you it know was. What? <laughs> hey, guys. Hey, guys. For a Hail Mary, that was a pretty clean grab, though. Usually, the, oh, yeah. Usually, the rope went up and snagged No, they're sucker. usually, like, tipped in the air, and this guy this guy climbs over this guy, and then it's tipped again, then it goes off this guy's helmet, then it right before it. You know, this was just jump up, catch it, and okay, let's go into halftime winning. You know, if, if I was the Lions, you know, we talked about the Vikings hiring a kicking coach. If I was the Lions, I would hire a guy that does is nothing but the Hail Mary coach. They can't, they can't defend a Hail Mary to save their life. No, oh, it's funny. They, they show the camera on Matt Patricia like two minutes before that, and he had this big grin on his face. And then they showed him after that play, and it's like the grin just slid right down the crack of his face. <laughs> it was like, I don't know. How are we winning 14 to 9 at that point? It's like, what? I don't know. Well, I will. I will tell you why the the defense. Although they had a couple, two or three untimely penalties that kept drives alive, that allowed Matt Prater to kick a couple field goals. Um, they really played for the most part for being on the field as much as they were in the first half. Oh yeah, they played really. They played really good football. Defense saved their considered. ass again in the first half. Yeah. hundred percent saved their ass. And you, we're not playing the Lions. We're probably down twenty-seven to nothing or something. Oh yeah. I mean, oh for sure. Yeah. We Defense. only had like three minutes and some odd seconds up until that point worth of offensive production. I mean, it was overwhelmingly. You know. You know, David. You talk about oh, last time we last time we had a hail mary. When's the last time we played Detroit twice in the regular season and held them without a touchdown? Because that is what happened. They only had that is a good question. Where's, and where's our viewers when you need should it. be able to answer that. Yeah, the first time we beat them twenty four nine, then we beat them twenty seven to nine. So I can't remember. I can't remember the last time they didn't muster up a touchdown. But yeah, to to go back to the original point, it's this team is bread and buttered on the defense. Still, I mean, it's all about the defense. Yep. Without a doubt, You're expecting the offense to carry us from the opening kickoff, it's going to be. I, I don't know. I don't know what it is, and I defer to you guys. I don't know what it is, uh, but to start these games, it's really bad. I mean, it's you can say we oh, didn't do ahead, it. Against, we didn't do it against the Dolphins, but 
you know, if I was at the press conference and I asked Zimmer that and he says, well, how'd that Dolphin game start? I'd say, yeah, that's one out of the last 50. I mean, come on. <laughs> and this is kind of what worries me about going into the playoffs, assuming the Vikings get that far. Right. Um, if they have that kind of slow start against a playoff team, whether it's oh, whether it's the Bears or the Cowboys, it doesn't matter who. If they start off with four three and outs and the defense, you know, has a couple of those illegal contact penalties that extend drives, good teams – are going to take advantage of that. I mean, they were fortunate it was Alliance. It was only nine and nothing. They, I think we, you said, Drew, that they they'd have been down. I think at least seventeen nothing against a good oh, team. And a you good do, team, it could have been twenty one nothing. And and you do that on the road in the playoffs. You're not coming back from that. You're just what not. is the problem with this? It's not even a slow start. It's like it's like stoned start. They're all high no, or something. It's, it's terrible. Deep walking start. It's ridiculous. No, at least sleepwalking, you're walking. I mean, I don't even know. It's <laughs> yeah. man, it's, it's so it's so it's torture to sit through and watch, and it makes you think, what have they been doing all week, Ted? I mean, oh, pulled, pulled out the JDF playbook. Let's do this. Oh, that's what it looked like for most of the first half, and you were wondering what the f is going on. Pardon my language. And it was uh. Yeah, it was it was aggravating to watch, but I will say, you know, they got that touchdown, and I thought when they got the ball back before the, the hail mary, I thought, you know, heck, if they could if they could do something here, and at least get a field goal, and and even if they can't make a field goal, just being down nine seven was a win, all things considered. And then they hit that hail mary, and you could just tell. Um, I the Drew, you said you you mute the 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 TV announcers. The the sideline reporter mentioned something said something and I, I can't remember the exact quote but but it was the effect that yeah this this whole offensive the whole sideline for the Vikings just looked like they were in a you know listless or whatever and then once Rudolph hit that Hail Mary it completely changed that attitude and outlook of the team which yeah. I agree it absolutely did wow that's that's good yeah I don't listen to it with the volume that's good knowledge to know I mean that's good to hear uh it's almost like if we had a clip of Zimmer with a Christmas hat on saying, I may give you guys a win, but you Viking fans won't enjoy it. <laughs> <laughs> well, here's my thing. It's like, fuck, I can't enjoy something. I mean, I want to enjoy the whole game. What, why, why does a team with a playoff spot potentially on the line come out and play so horribly to start a game? I have, I have no clue. I can't answer You that. tell me why. That makes is, no sense whatsoever. That's the what's it called? $64 million question right there. Yeah. <laughs> How about the $84 million question? <laughs> I kind of played a good game. I mean, once they hit that Hail Mary, I thought he played a very good point. Ball over. Didn't have one turnover today. And we no, didn't get and, and he went over 4,000 yards for the season, which will have Stephen England. Absolutely. You know what? You know what else he did? He tied Teddy Bridgewater's career touchdowns. <laughs> you funny. funny. 28. 28 touchdowns today. He hit 28, and that's what uh -huh. Teddy had. Uh -huh. so, so, I mean, he's had a good season, but, yeah, I, I don't know. I, I just – it's it's rough. It's rough to watch when, when they – and, you know, when they're starting out slow, it's like the, you, just, you just don't ever feel like they'll get into a rhythm either. Like not when when they're going slow, nothing works. Usually, if a team is struggling, at least something is working. You know, they they can complete a pass, they can right. run for at least four or five yards, 
and and just you know they just kind of out of sync and and not even nothing nothing was working. Yeah, and I don't I don't have I don't have that really high confidence feeling with Cousins in there either. He's our quarterback. I support him and root for him, but I, I still I, I was waiting for a turnover to pick six or something today. I was kind of happy he didn't do it, but I, I don't know. I just don't feel that overwhelming sense of confidence. Like yeah, it's going to lead us down to a touchdown. I don't know. I don't know why. I guess I'm just gun shy from the whole thing. But the first quarter was. Yeah, you are gun shy for a reason, and it is well deserved because we have seen that over this season that disappointment awaits around every snap, and it shouldn't. We should be better than that. And the defense, you know, I got to hand it to the defense. They had some, some of those calls were pretty iffy on the secondary. Um, Yeah, they were. they're calling those wide receiver holding calls that are calling back big plays. And I see digs get tackled in the secondary and there's no call. It's really sketchy, but you know, I'm not one to hang a game on the officiating, but you, you kind of, the, the defense got through it. The defense got through it and they held, they bent, but they didn't break. And they, I like our D I think our defense is strong. And again, we didn't get any turnover. So they earned it. They earned it that much more. And well, I, think- I thought the referee calling was absolutely horrible, especially with the illegal touching. It was, you're allowed to touch somebody within the first five yards, and they were calling it within the first five yards, which was wrong. Yeah, I just overall, I'm glad we played the Lions. But how many weeks can you say that? Not for much longer. <laughs> yeah, it's the Bears. They do that against the Bears next week. It's going to get ugly early at U.S. Bank Stadium. Now, speaking of against the Bears next week, the grand poobah himself, Mr. Christopher Gates, suggests or hints at that that game will at least be at the 425 Eastern time start, that they'll move it up into the afternoon start. I hope that's not the case. I prefer the noon central, but we know it could be even more than that. And that's not good for the Vikings. Too long for you to wait to get alcohol in you, too. So I understand where you're coming from. (laughs) Trust me, brother. I've been drinking all day, and I'm almost done with this. Well, you know, a couple weeks ago, I said part of the Vikings' problem is we haven't started at my time at 10 a.m., and I have a regimented schedule I do with my coffee. And look, at we we won the last two weeks, and we started at 10 a.m. I just assume keep it the same. Exactly right. And if they are on that schedule... You don't have to worry about their circadian rhythms like I've talked about before. They're used to playing at that schedule, and they normally win. Yeah, it's going to be, depending on how the Bears game plays out this afternoon, it's going to be, see, you know, we're going to have to win to probably get in, so we'll see. Yeah. And Tell can tell you about circadian rhythms and flight crews. Uh, Nobody (laughs) cares. Nobody cares. There we go. Um, The Vikings Vikings definitely have to win to get in. I mean, I, I just... I, I hate I hate that we're down to, to week 17 and a team that we thought was going to be on the short list, short list to go to the Super Bowl is is in this in this situation they find themselves in. I mean, yeah, they control their own destiny, and yeah, it's they got a home game against the Bears, but man, they should have clinched a playoff spot two or three weeks ago. This this should have been maybe for playoff seating or or something, but it's just you know even wins are just frustrating and and it's that's right I you know I 
even if they do get to the playoffs, I think I mentioned, I just, I, I just, the way the offense is so schizophrenic, I'm having a hard time seeing a path forward to the Super Bowl. I mean, I think the defense is legit good. I, I think the defense can shut down. But, I, I mean, unless the offense figures out some consistency fast, man, I, I don't know. We'll see. I, I have no. to agree. I mean, last year at this time we were going in, we were feeling really good about the team. Overall. Yeah. We were looking like, you know, we could go in and beat anybody. Right now it feels yeah. like hanging on by a thread feeling. I mean, I don't know. I don't have any faith in the offense is going to blow doors on anybody. It's 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 very well. They gotta they got to dispense of their poor what? play, right? Throw it away. Throw away those mistakes. Throw away those turnovers, and go balls to the walls like we know they can do. Well, Look up, if they do that, combined with our defense, they can go the entire way. Well, it's the end of the season, dude. You can't what? At, at what hey, point? Maybe it's a timing thing, <laughs> and it's coming up at the end of the season that they are getting good, and that may be work for us. You call? No, I can only hope. I'm looking at the positive side of this. Yeah, you you're not. Wow. Okay. Yeah, that's positive. I'll give you that. Crystal ball. But what? Hey, and Santa's going to bring me a new iMac Pro. Come Tuesday, San Santa's going to bring you a ticket to AA. Is what Santa's going to bring you? <laughs> As Rodney Dangerfield would say, "And back to school. Where are you building this fantasy land?" <laughs> I mean, Dave. At what point is do you think this is what it is? I mean, we're we're in the we're going in the last game of the season, and the Vikings' offense is still doing stuff they were doing in Week One. Yeah, it's not any different. I, I mean, can only hope. That's it. Hope. You know. Hope is eternal. Hope is eternal. You got that right. I can only hope because the logical mind side of me tells me no way. Can we, right? Can we but I can only time? hope that for some silly reason, all the stars align, everything works, and the offense gets their stuff squared away. And then goes on absolutely no mistakes, and runs up scores as the defense does their things. Uh, but mean, it's only a hope. It's only a wish. It is only a dear Santa. May I have this, please? My, my dad used to tell me, "Son, why don't you open up both hands, <laughs> hope in one of them, and crap in the other, and see which one fills up first. <laughs> There's our show starter right there. <laughs> That's because Don was right. I mean, look, I, I, you know, I'm, I'm probably I, I don't mean to come across as a Debbie Downer. It was a good win. They needed to win. Um, I, I, I actually believe at, at home they'll have a decent chance against the Bears. I'm still not sold on Mitch Trubisky. Um, just, you know, I, I just look at this team and how they played this year. And I, I look at all the repetitive mistakes they make. And I, I just. You know, do they have the talent to go on a run? Yeah, they sure do. They absolutely do. But but will they? I I mean, I'm just skeptical right now. We all have hope. I mean, it might help if we had hope solo on the show. I mean, that probably help. That probably help me. But but let, let's look at let's look at when the smoke clears, guys. The offensive line isn't very good. No. So we're, we're that that's something that's we all know is going to have to be addressed next season if we want to get. I mean, we have 
really, really good skilled guys, and I think Cousins can get it done, but the offensive line is just marginal. So we're going to have to go the rest of the way with what we got at the offensive line. So I would really – it's it kind of is what it is, and you hope your defense the, – the, the icing on the cake for me is that we have a really good – when you win games like this defensively and you're not getting turnovers, that means your defense is really, really good. Because yeah. – a lot right, of times, even with injuries, because Rhodes went out, Waynes went out, and we were left with at one point in time where we had Hill and Alexander as the outside corners and curses the nickel, and they still did well. I'll, I'll tell you right now, Holton Hill is better than Mackenzie Alexander, who is better than Xavier Rhodes right now today. On the who, Minnesota Vikings. Who called Holton Hill, Holton Hill back in April and said, that guy's going to be dynamite this year? Who was that? We'll find out who that was. Was that Dave? No. Yeah. <laughs> Dave, Dave doesn't know Holton Hill from fucking Faith Hill back in April. <laughs> uh, hey, I'll take Faith Hill no, every I, day of the week. I, I followed him in uh, the draft thing, and I was pretty pretty much a Holton Hill fan even before we took him as an undrafted guy. But the point the point is, when you win the game 27-9, to nine, you're getting four turnovers. That's kind of like fake patting yourself on the back. But when you're winning those games and not getting any turnovers, that means your defense is really, really doing it on their own. I mean, to me, you're not yeah. getting any help and they're still doing it. So that is a sign of, I mean, just think what this defense can do if they're getting two or three turnovers. That's two or three more possessions that you're trying to give the pathetic offense to put another field goal up. But Well, that, I, I mean, I will say, and, and I, I will give credit to the offense, and from that Hail Mary on, well, they had that late, second quarter touchdown as well. But from that Diggs touchdown through the rest of the game, they played really good football. My my only concern is they can't start off that slow against the Bears next week or moving forward if they get far they if they get farther. They just they just can't. I, I mean and that's yeah. I, I, they have and, and we've seen they have the ability. They definitely have the ability to to play very good football uh, and get into a rhythm and make things happen. I, I just why they aren't is just baffling to me. You know, you know, could it be this, Ted? I mean, when they start off a game, when they start, I understand being locked inside your own five. You're kind of limited on your play calling, and you're kind of playing. You know, that that came out the way I thought it was going to come out. The Vikings, the first three or four drives, are they playing a little too protective or too too conservative? Do you think they don't they don't seem to be attacking? They're like waiting for the game to unfold instead of. Throwing the first punch—that's what I feel like. I, 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 I think that's a very good observation. Yeah, I mean yes. that that first drive, I really wasn't too concerned. I mean, you're on your one; you don't want to, you don't want to cough up the ball that deep in your own territory. But from there on, I mean, yeah, they were on their own nine or ten. They didn't have great field position. But when you have guys like Adam Thielen and Stephon Diggs, you throw a couple fifteen-yard hitch or out patterns, and and buddy, you got a first down and you got breathing room. And, and they weren't doing that. They just I don't know what they were doing, man. It was frustrating. It was just frustrating. And what they weren't doing in the first half, they were doing very well in the second half. It, it, seemed, like, it seemed like over and over the, throughout an entire game, it's playing not to lose rather than attacking. Yeah. Yeah, very much so. I agree with that. 100%. I don't feel any kind of uh, – I mean, I, I see other game, other teams play, and it feels like they're trying to attack you all the time. And I don't see that with the Vikings. It's very strange. It's It's, it's – I don't know. Yeah, it's weird. Hard. It's weird. I don't get it. But you're right. We go into the first quarter in the playoffs playing like that. There won't be a second and third quarter because we'll all be out doing something else. Yeah. 
Speaking of doing something else. <laughs> we have the holidays coming up. Obviously, Tuesday is Christmas. Any plans for you guys? Drew, have you got anything special? No, I don't. Not really anything special. Do, do some stuff with uh, Levi. Because Christmas is all about the kids, but uh, I'm not I'm not doing any really anything special. You got Levi anything special? Any Vikings gear? Yes, we got him a bunch of Vikings. He's got he's he's, he's got enough toys to last him until he's 112. I mean, he's got <laughs> of, he's got a lot of playing to do to make up for uh, all the time. But it's really about him this year. I mean that that was my that was my Christmas present back in July, and it's been my Christmas present the whole year having Levi in my life. So, ain't it great having a grandkid? Oh man, it's fantastic! I love it. But we don't have—we're not going out of town or doing anything like that. Ruby's taking a couple of weeks off, which is which is good. Uh, she'll have some time off from work, but um, I don't know. I'm just hanging out at home. <laughs> That's cool. I'm a homebody though. I don't go out and do stuff anymore. Speaking of grandkids, one who has us beat by three to one, Ted. What have you got going on Tuesday? Uh, we got uh, one. One of the grandsons is is with his dad, so he won't be with us, unfortunately. Uh, oh, but the other, the other two, the, the other, uh, all the kids and and the other two grandkids will be spending the night Christmas Eve and wake up Christmas morning like we've been doing the last couple of years, sort of become our tradition. Um, got the uh, Santa train around the tree, going going through present pass and Barco Lounger Bend. Uh-huh, meow, meow. <laughs> Yeah, it's 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 so yeah. Well, they're gonna have a good Christmas, so we'll we'll all be together. Nice. Has Mrs. Purple Buckeye picked out the wine for oh, Christmas meal? I'm sure she has. She's been probably thinking about that for weeks. <laughs> Are you cooking the Christmas meal, or is she? No, I, uh, she's gonna do uh, like mashed potatoes, and each one of our yeah other, other kids will do a, a side dish, and then I'm gonna be frying a uh, be frying a turkey. Woo! Good plan, dude. Drew, what is your main dish for the uh, day? Whatever I ordered somebody to bring me. <laughs> we don't cook anything. We're going to sit around and order stuff. I, I don't well, know. I will be for my conglomerate of a family here. Besides giving presents to Little Salem, I will be cooking the ham. Because Christmas is for pork baby. If you can't afford that prime rib, pork is the next best thing. Man, gotta, that, give me, have, gotta give me some pig. Let it be law right there. Let Done. Good job, David Stefano. David Stefano cooking ham and sipping on the eggnog and whiskey, man. I wish I was there to hang out with you. I'd be hey, <laughs> my grandfather, Yost, best whiskey recipe in the world. Yost? from uh, Yes, Yost. Fielding Yost? Oh, oh God! No, stop, stop, stop! Yeah, Fielding Yost. Four Roses whiskey, baby. Fielding Yost. Best. Oh my God! I did. Sorry, Ted. I didn't mean to lead into this. Uh, You, you're not sorry. That's okay. Fielding (laughs) Yost. Hey. After this, we go into week seventeen. Hopefully, all trying to digest our Christmas meals. And after a Christmas holiday, we go into Chicago. Hopefully, beat them. And Chicago. Then we will have some college football games. Hey, look at this. Ohio State is in a, in a playoff. Well, in a. No, Rose Bowl. 
Rose Bowl against Washington. Playoff. Come on, Dave. Michigan Playoffs. is in, in playoff. Well, never mind. They're not in any game. Michigan's Whoa. in a late Michigan's in a late December meaningless bowl. They're oh, on, they play like the, always. the same fucking bowl thing as Ohio State. What are you talking about? Ohio State plays on New Year's Day, man. And the uh, granddaddy of them all. <laughs> For what? They're not in the playoffs. Michigan's not in the play. If you don't make the playoffs, it's, hey, look who walked in. It's Adam Thielen and Stephon Diggs. Hey, <laughs> Come over, guys. hey, good game today. Hey, can you believe those fucking officials? I didn't hold anybody. Oh, I know hey, they were terrible, weren't they? Did Stephon Diggs make over a thousand yards today? Yeah, uh, a thousand yards in one game. No, he did not. <laughs> one game before the season. Yeah, he did a couple weeks ago. Where you been, man? No, Diggs, not Thielen. Oh, Diggs, Diggs. Oh, uh, I don't know. He's close. He was like at eight. He's got to be like it. He's got to be over nine hundred. How about not. Rooney today? Holy shit! Heck of a game. He looks like George Kittle. Twenty-two yards or whatever. Two touchdowns. That's yeah, gotta be his best game easily all year. Maybe in the last couple of years. Who is he like? George Kittle. No, he's nothing like George Kittle. Come on, no. dude. Oh, hey, I was, George, hey, you, some are, of those, you some blew of, it. Hey, some of those kit, some of those catches. That Rudy had in the flat, Kittle would have taken up for 30 yards. Easy. Yeah, he would have. I mean, if you could cut the piano off Kyle Rudolph's back, he'd be a hell of a yards after catch guy. But right, I'm Diggs, Diggs had 964 going into today. Right. Oh, he got he got it then, didn't he? Or close uh, to here, uh, hang on. Hold on. Hold on. Here we go. Hang on. We should not be singing Christmas carols at this point. No, we shouldn't. Uh, <laughs> Why not? See. It's that time of year, baby. Have a holly, holly Christmas. And I guess you know by now. We're going to play the Bears next week. I don't have anything that rhymes. Diggs only had 10 yards receiving today. What? No, no way. Who catches for 10 yards? Fuck, he had more at holding calls than that. <laughs> so he is at, what, the 972? Oof. Yeah, he'll get it. They'll make sure he gets it next week. Speaking of Nine, which, had nine sixty four, nine seventy four. What did you think of Chris Carter's leading what? of Adam Thielen in the Who's the Best duo in Viking history? I don't listen to that. I don't even know what they're talking. What did he say that his duos? I mean, Carter and Moss are probably still on top, aren't they? Well, Adam Thielen said, no, I've watched too much Vikings history to know better to have you set me up like this. Sure. I mean, it didn't answer it because obviously Carter Moss is it. And before that, Carter Reed, they're, they're both tremendous tandems or duos or whatever you want to call it in between. I mean, they both have a lot to be said. Uh, top four in Viking history. Yeah, it's just. I mean, but it was fun. Sammy White were no scrubs either, and you got to remember they weren't getting a lot of passes their way either. Right, but Thielen was smart enough to know he was being set up, which I appreciate. He's a smart dude. It's always better to win than lose. I mean, uh, that, that we at least we didn't. At least we're not sitting here having to talk about losing this game twenty to sixteen or something. I mean, come on. It, it was looking that way for a while too, wasn't uh, it? it? Just it yeah, it, it doesn't. They're going to have to. They're gonna have to ratchet it up, and I know Dave talks about the hope and everything, but fuck, if you got a crystal ball or a genie lamp, you better start rubbing that son of a bitch because it's. Hey, I'm in the 
<laughs> is that, is that, you, is that a euphemism or not? <laughs> That's hope. I was thinking of Hope Solo again. Sorry. Got the Hope Solo on my mind. Hey, to wrap this puppy up, I say meow, meow, Viking cow. Merry Christmas to everybody. We're going to the fucking playoffs, and you better bet your bottom dollar that the devil went down to Georgia and he's looking for a soul to steal. And I didn't know your name was Ted. <laughs> Ted, oh, Ted, have you got anything? Uh, I hope everybody has a Merry Christmas. Uh, Hopefully the Vikings are going to win next week. I'm telling you, if, if they if they win next week and get in the playoffs, they're going to win at least one playoff game. That's hey, a spicy hot take. That. We'll take the spicy hot take before we even have the spicy hot take. Hey, Drew. Yeah, Merry Christmas to you guys. Merry Christmas, Merry, guys. Merry Christmas to you guys, too. Vikings win. Vikings win. Mix and drink. You need more beer. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely, <laughs> baby. Absolutely. Right, You're not. Guys.